You know, everybody knows, I think, at this point, that Christmas is a time, period of time when we make adjustments, right? We, we all try to do more things in the same amount of time that we always have. You have to adjust if you're going to make those kinds of things happen. And there are other adjustments even the culture around us sort of expects us to make. Uh, we're supposed to act a little more kindly towards strangers. We, um, we may even talk a little more easily to people in the mall. Uh, we, we take time for baking and reading children's stories and other things we don't usually take time to do. We purchase gifts to express our love to others. And, and making adjustments at Christmas time is a time-honored tradition. When Gabriel addresses Zechariah, announcing that John the Baptist will be born, you know who John the Baptist is, the one who scripture calls the voice in the wilderness. Gabriel talks specifically to John's father about adjustments that John the Baptist will call the people of Israel to make. Some very specific adjustments. And these adjustments are all to be made in preparation for the coming of the Messiah. It's appropriate to talk about these adjustments today, especially because we've just heard our kids sing to us. In Luke 1, 16, Gabriel says three things to John, to John's father, Zechariah. First, that John will turn the hearts of many in Israel back toward their God. Second thing he says, he will turn the hearts of the parents to their children. And then he says, he will turn the disobedient to the wisdom of righteousness. These are the adjustments that Gabriel tells John's father that John will make as a part of his influence on the earth in order to prepare for the coming of the Messiah. And these are all adjustments that we can make and should make. We can turn our hearts, parents, toward our children. It's an appropriate adjustment to make. It's so easy for us to get caught up in all the busyness of getting the bills paid and, and the lawn mowed and the, and the dishes washed and all those. So it's so easy to get distracted, but you know how short the years are that we have them as children, right? And, and turning our hearts toward our children is more than just seeing them. It's turning away from our self-absorption to care for them. The hearts of the parents turn to the children. The second adjustment we can make is the adjustment of disobedience to the wisdom of the righteous, right? I mean, our consciences tell us when we're out of step, when we're out of line, and we can choose to agree with our consciences and, and do the right thing. That shouldn't be just a Christmas adjustment. That should be an all-the-time adjustment. And the third thing he says, he will turn the hearts of Israel back to their God. And we too can choose to give our attention to God again at a season like this. And, and we ought to do so. Our children sang to us from the perspective of stars this morning. The stars in the heavens who looked down on all of us. And, and Robert Frost wrote a poem some years ago called Choose Something Like a Star. And in his poem, he's inviting humanity to choose something bigger than themselves 
to stabilize their existence. Look outside yourself. Look for something stable. Look for something foundational. Look for something that does not change and use that to be a foundation for your life. And, and these are some of the words of that poem. So when at times the mob is swayed to carry praise or blame too far, we may choose something like a star to stay our minds and be stayed. How, how many times have you heard the sentiment, we need more of the spirit of Christmas all year long? We, we could choose to do that, you understand. That's within our power to do. We could make the choices to do things like be kind to strangers and turn the hearts of parents towards children and, and, and turn our attention to God. We could choose to, to find a savior beyond ourself to be something we can base our life on. But, but you understand that John is the introduction to the Christmas story, right? And John, well, what does John say? There's one coming after me whose shoelaces I'm not worthy to untie. John says, I baptize you with water, but the one who is coming will baptize you with fire and the Holy Spirit. What does John say? John's saying, there are some changes we can make ourselves, and we should. And Christmas is a great time to make those kind of changes, but there is someone coming. There is someone far beyond us who is coming who will make the kind of changes only he can make. We can clean up our act, only he can forgive. We can try to wash the outside of the vessel, but only he can purify us with his cleansing fire and give us new life. And that is what the baby Jesus has come to do. He's come to actually bring forgiveness for the things that we've done wrong, to show us how to live a new way based in loving others. And so I would encourage you this morning, in order to celebrate Christmas in its truest reality, the baby Christ must be born in our hearts so that he can bring the cleansing fire of the Holy Spirit to us so that we can have new birth with him and that we can join in the celebration of the ages. Would you pray with me this morning? Heavenly Father, we are grateful that you have sent Jesus into our world to show us how to live, to die for our sins, and to bring us true reformation of life, true cleansing from sin and the things we've done wrong, true um, redemption of life, that we can actually be different people than the ones we were. And we ask that you would, even in this moment, fill us with your Holy Spirit that we can be renewed in your image and be like you. Thank you for the glories of this day, Lord Jesus. And bless us together as we sing your praise. We pray this in the name of Christ. Amen. I'm going to invite you to join me in the singing of one final Christmas carol this morning. O little town of Bethlehem. And would you stand with me while we sing? Oh, little 
town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. For Christ is born of Mary and gathered all above. While mortals sleep, the angels keep their watch of wandering love. Stars together proclaim the holy birth and praises sing to God the King and peace to men on earth. How silently, how silently the wondrous King. still need to do this morning. One is we want to say thank you to Nancy and Pam for all of their work and Tina has some flowers that she wants to present to them. The second thing is before I say the benediction I have a little bit of an announcement for you. As you know, we have been searching for some additional staff members of the church, and I'm pleased to announce that the church board has hired two additional staff persons. And starting on January 15th, hence the need for taping and painting in 44 Sterling Place, Julia Exibo will be joining us on staff 
as our associate pastor, and Chima Exibo will be joining us on staff as our youth pastor and outreach coordinator. They are 32 years of age. You see they have one son, Abraham, who is five years old. And they are currently at the Rumford Church of the Nazarene in East Providence, Rhode Island. They're going to be announcing today that they're moving. And so this is happening relatively quickly for us. We've got a lot of work to do in that parsonage uh, to get that ready for them and their dog, Baxter. And uh, we look forward to them coming. There are copies of their resume out in the lobby. You're welcome to take one and, and read that. Uh, but we are extremely excited uh, to have this ministry couple join us. Chima was ordained last year, and Julia will be ordained in a couple of years. She just finished her Master of Divinity at Nazarene Theological Seminary about a year ago. So they're relatively new to ministry, but they were both raised in the church and are familiar uh, with the lifestyle of Christ. And you'll learn lots of details about them in the coming weeks. But we wanted to make that announcement today uh, so that you could know where we were headed and what types of plans uh, we were making. So having said that, we'll have the benediction. May the light of Christ shine on you. May his joy fill your hearts and may you reflect his glory this day and every day. Amen.